Welcome back from a long hiatus, ladies and gentlemen. I think, what is this, episode number 11? Episode wow. 11. 11 of Big Takes with Dick. And Bones, thank you for the All intro. All right, I just got to say something. I don't care if I'm ruining your intro. Yo, shut the fuck up. We got to introduce you, man. I don't care if I'm ruining your intro, but that was too loud, and now you blew out my ear. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm out. Welcome, and with that, and welcome with that. boys and girls, to episode 11 of Big Takes with Dick and Bones. To my left... He introduced himself, my main man DC in the house. DC in the house. That's and his partner my in crime. Legal name. And his partner in crime, Mr. Herm. Herm, 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 Herm. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, guys. He thought about that. He was like, I have a great intro. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. We're going to get into a couple different specialized topics. We have some experts. This is going to be our, our, our like, uh, most eclectic top, uh, uh, podcast, I think. Hopefully, hopefully. We, have two, we have two experts, really interesting guys that happen to be best friends. Yep. And we're going we're gonna to talk some tech we're talking social uh, justice, traveling, um, expeditions. Justice? Yeah. Social comma justice. Yeah. Social justice. We'll tread lightly. We'll tread lightly. And uh, then we're going to finish off with a little activity for us four. Oh, my oh, God. That's always fun. Um, before we do, you guys have, uh, have listened to the podcast before, I'm assuming, right? Every episode? Yeah, every single one. So you know what comes now. Yeah. So I'm going to be honest. I've never listened to it even one second. Wow, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> but listen, I have a feeling just knowing you two, that's going to be a riot. So All right, great. <laughs> so wow, so just, re- yeah, just refreshing you, Herm, about what we do in the beginning of the episodes. And we try out a different candy. We have a top yeah. five wow. candy list. Oh we bring in a new candy every week. Well, you know week. what? I'm going to go get some of the other candies because they haven't tried all the candy. Ooh. Like the, all right, the that's fair. Yeah, but we got to do this right. We got to do this properly. In the meantime, uh, we're trying out the candy of the week. Classic rules. And let me introduce to you. Uh-huh. Classic rules with this. Warheads, candy. hotheads. Oh. Extreme heat mm. worms. First impression. Worms? What do you think about this? First of all, why Sizzling change? strawberry, atomic green apple, fiery watermelon. You said worms? Uh, extreme heat worms, correct. Why would you change the form factor of the warhead as well? As well, the they're trying to get the market share, so they gotta, they're, they're panicking. They're basically. diversifying. This and is what we call market diversification. See, if you were in business, that's <laughs> right, uh, Bones, me. bones. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> DC. All right, here we go. <laughs> we're going with extreme heat worms, oh, one by one. Hard. You gotta, so yeah, I don't is, like that. This is if not a great texture off the bat. A worm? It needs to be flexible. A naked man right. just Just start in the booth. Back all right. Booth. All right. Those we're starting. Uh, we're going to go nights. left to right. Uh, one okay. bite. Everyone knows the rules. What do you got? Mm. Give me one. Give me one. Give me one. Mm. I literally took two bites mm. despite knowing the rules. Oh, mm. Where's my jaw? One yeah. bite. Everyone knows the rules. Herm, what do you got? You one guys to are ten. chewing at least four times. Ooh, okay. <laughs> all right. So we got some heat. We got <laughs> some heat yeah, in the back end. Herm, you're up. One to ten. What do you got? I'm not doing it. I was told. Oh, whoa. Here it Yo, comes. I hate that. Here it comes. One he, to ten. He's coming, baby. I mean, it's definitely like feel the heat. in like four territory, but it's climbing very Oh, fuck. Oh, I kind of like it. I kind of like it. The danger zone right now. Let's see what you got. One to ten on what? You like it or you, uh, the heat? One to ten. Ten being the best. You like it. Zero. You skipped Brian Winhorst. Wow. Like Brian Winhorst in the booth. What do you got? Oh, no. Dude, this is like a 7-3. Wow. I actually, wow. I'm going to save mine for the last because I, wow. I'm surprised. I don't like spicy, as you could, as you uh, could see I'm from episode, I think, nine. Yeah, that's about dairy. Is the best thing. I don't really like spicy, um, and I don't really like this candy either. Um, <laughs> got one to ten. I, it's it's zero. Just because the first t- ten seconds were actually enjoyable, I like that. Yeah, I'll give it like flavor. a one seven. 
one point seven. I, I, I hate it right now. Travis, I hate this candy right now. But the first, the first me, couple let seconds, let my ranking. First couple seconds make me kind of want to eat another one. My ranking, since I like spicy. Uh, I gotta get the sour patch. This is in the eights. Yeah, but you like spicy. Eight point two. You like spicy in a curry. No, I'm enjoying this. I'm enjoying this. Not in an artificial candy. In fact, Danny, I'm gonna go back for another one. In the meantime, we're gonna introduce our guests, special guests, uh, Herm and DC. Um, I want to go through different topics that each of you guys specialize in, and right, Herm, right, Herm uh, works at a little place you might Wait, have heard of. Wait, do you want to finish this one? No, no, no. Try it. Okay. Herm works at a little place called Microsoft, and um, he's been there for a couple years. I have. We want to just uh, explain to the to the people at home in layman's terms, kind of what you do every day. Ooh. Yeah, what do I do every day? Um, I manage accounts. I keep customers happy with their support experience. That's what I do. And you were out in North Carolina, or yeah, yeah, I'm from here originally, uh, but I lived in Charlotte, North Carolina, for a few years. What did you do in school that led you to that right position? Um, Good attended, question. Attended the Good career question. fair. I attended the career fair in school that led me to that job. So let me ask you, based no, you, on that, no, like, what did you major in? Uh, business, like it's like fairly unrelated. Ah. So let me ask you yeah, that question. Sure. Based on that, do you think being good at tech, like every family I'm convinced has their like guy that if the Wi-Fi breaks, you go to that guy. He's yeah. the tech. It happens to be Dick's entire family is uh, <laughs> yeah, all those yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, they're all really good. And they're all yeah. great. But um, but so my question is, I'm the worst. Is something... and people still rely on me for tech. No, you, that's how bad. Which is really good. He's our he's our uh, tech guy. Anytime we have a question, we go to Rich. Yeah, that's true. The question is, Mike, um, is being good technically is that innate? Or is that is that something you have to work Very on? Very good question. Is it nature I, I, I versus have, nurture? Basically, that's my question. I have an opinion. That is a good question. question. Good question. I would say that it's like okay, it's nature to the degree that like you can be better at something than other people can be at that thing. But I think it's certainly a skill on all counts that can be learned with more difficulty for some than others. You know, do you see what so you think about mostly, that? So that's yeah. the same thing. That's the same kind of question. Is is math innate or is any skill innate? Right. I think being good at math is a little bit innate. This is I think this is right up that alley. Right. Like DC, go ahead. I, I yeah. So you listen, here's my perspective on it. I need to be a visual person, a, a visual thinker, right? Creative thinker. You can't be linear because I feel like a lot of technology is about process and how different processes come together. I feel like linear would make more sense. I don't know. Because <laughs> that is process. <laughs> Great. All right. So let's let's go back. Let's really go confident. Let's go back to Herman. <laughs> Just say what you're saying. Danny, if you guys didn't know, we'll, we'll get back to DC. Sorry, we'll edit <laughs> that out. Beep. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Through every iteration of yeah. the game. Yep. <laughs> so, if people didn't know, we, we introduced Herm oh. as uh, account sales. We have Danny, who is a consultant for Ooh. one of the biggest firms in the world. Biggest. Biggest management firms. What do you biggest. Got? Where do you work? Where do you work, DC? I work at a, a firm. Oh, all right, we can't By say the name of. Mobile. I'm not gonna say the name of the firm. Right, that means I have to beef out mine. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody knows Microsoft, my dude. Hey, man, I have to beef it out twice. Anyway, so so we're gonna go each by each, but but then you work for, um, work for a company, a company that helps with and company. What do so you do we there? do we do IT and business consulting, company, which yeah. essentially means a client will come to us with a problem, we solve it. Right. Many people don't have any expertise, but we often either one. Build that expertise over time. Dan just becomes an expert. Or two, find people that can do it, right? So Love it. that's what we do. I consult for nonprofits and governments. Yep. Uh, and a lot of organizations that will otherwise fail, you know, 70% of nonprofits fail. Right. So we help nonprofits do their job better. So they try to help people. We help them 
do their job better. So that's what I do every day. All right. So let me get it. We're gonna give we're gonna give two segments to this uh, to this podcast. Sure. So first is gonna be technology because I want to talk about sure. your sixpad. Uh, I could have given this non-profit. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. I did too. Time out. I yeah. gave it one. Yeah. By the way, I gave it all fucking thing. Herman was the elevator pitch. So I only brought that up because DC was talking so confidently about some stupid ass point. It was like the that's called that's called. He asked me what I thought. I don't know anything about that fucking shit. He asked me. He talked so confidently. That's called overcompensating. Yeah, my goodness. Um, All right. So we're going to jump into the first topic of the podcast, which is technology. Yeah. Two guys that are in tune tune with technology. In tune. Ears on the ground. You guys have seen so many more innovations than the average human, than the average American. You know, you guys get access to uh, the future, basically. So my questions are, my questions are. Um... Give me some. Well, first off, I just want to ask Mike uh, yeah, involving man. involving Microsoft Hololens. Have you been involved with that? Every single time. Have you been involved in your company's uh, Hololens technology <laughs> or VR? Or VR? Uh, yeah, it's our <laughs> yeah. training right here. Yeah, this is gonna look like we live in some sort of like fascist state where like the shit's getting redacted because yeah. we beep out. Um, I <laughs> have right, not gotten to put it on. Um, no, I have not gotten to try any VR headset. I have one of the ones that you can like snap your phone into on your face. Like a but, cardboard? Yeah, yeah but those make me feel like I'm going to get like, like cancer Murdered. or something. Murdered too, because I can't see. Yeah, one <laughs> oh, of those. Okay. Yeah. Um, we talked about, just, I mentioned it because we talked a couple podcasts ago with um, Richie's brother, actually, Jeff Miz. He was talking about the, Good guy. the applications right. of uh, Good guy. Okay. I messed up a video that I asked him to, to edit, <laughs> and I gave him very specific instruction. I said, don't do X. And what did he do? Do X. <laughs> he asked me, I'm like, yeah, just fucking put it. Alright, so we're gonna ask you guys a simple question. What what current technologies or innovations are catching your eye right now? What do you see out in the market that's that's people should pay more attention to? What do you got, DC? Um good question So I think virtual reality, I mean we just spoke about a little bit about it, but I think it's cutting across sectors now. Like, I just went to a, uh, why are you laughing? Because fucking dick over here can't open the sour patch. Yeah, listen, I'm talking about, this is very I'm talking about, I'm talking about hardware and software. <laughs> this motherfucker is digging into the sour patch. He's not digging into the Alright, alright, let him finish, let him finish. What, what, what do you want the female <laughs> podcast to be? Do you want it to be tech or... All right, no, no, finish that, finish that. Because we, no, we spoke about it. Let me just, let me just intro your question. Because yeah. we spoke about it with when Jeff Miz was here. We were saying it could apply to real estate, to construction, to yep. all different types of things. So is that the most exciting thing you've seen? No, because listen, it's the applicability of it is really the, the, the tech here. It's the IP because it can apply to any industry. So for example, I just went to a seminar that my brother actually led where an educational nonprofit. Yep. I can't, this phone the fuck is laughing. Educational nonprofit, they essentially bring VR into schools and put kids that are in inner city schools that otherwise don't want to be in, they'd rather be on the streets or whatever. They don't want to be studying, right? They put them into immersive experience. So they, all the lessons they've- Where do they put them? All the lessons they've translated into like VR experience. So for example, instead of teaching them the history of the Middle East, right? They they take them there. 100%, they put them to a Syrian refugee camp, right? Very cool. Stuff like that. Other people are bringing VR into social work, right? So they're, they're, they're putting a VR set on a social worker, right? A, a training social worker. And that person is put into an experience right. that's jeopardizing, right? So whether it be like a kid wanting to commit suicide or a kid wanting to try a drug, right? They're putting you in an immersive environment cool. and they're testing and training based on that. So I think VR has a lot of applications of what I'm trying to say. I don't really know how it works, okay? But all I know is that the applications are there. Endless. Cool. 
I love that. Yeah. Herm, what do you got? What, what's exciting you? What do you see? Comprehensive. Good answer. That was a complete answer. Herm, what do you got? Good answer. Porcupine. All right. All of those. All of those examples were pretty like like personal and more of an individual basis. Hundred percent. I think not necessarily personal to you. I think that machine learning and automation for like operations on a bigger level, like an enterprise level, is totally uh, the way to go right now. Cool. Because it's all, at the end of the day, cost yeah. savings, you know? Um, like let me ask you another question, going. another question. Just looking into the crystal ball type of thing. Yep. What technologies or I'm what uh, devices or what you know, things that we use today will be extinct, basically, will be rendered useless in five years from now? Technology okay. items. Um, what do you mean technology items? Like, like I, I, products, I saw an example. Uber, you think Uber would? No, no, no. Uh, like, like, let me give you an example. Like, um, like speakers. I don't think Bluetooth speakers will exist in five years. I think, oh, be, you think, like a whole I think the devices, every device in the house will be, will have its own speaker systems and voice control. And so I think, I think speakers yeah, will be the extinct. mobility of it, you lose it. Like, go to the beach, go to the beach, you, have, you need a speaker. I think they'll figure it out. That's my point. What do you guys I have? Okay. Want to start? What do you no, think is going to be? Useless it's a tough one. I mean, so it's difficult because like. What about wires? What about tra- yeah, phone so, chargers? So listen, wires. wired yeah, headphones wireless, now. Wireless, yeah. Nobody has wired headphones. You walk in the streets, 80% of people have AirPods yeah. or another form of wire, like wireless headset, right? And then 20% still have wires and all getting caught in that shit. So you've I seen. I use wired headphones. Yeah, because you're insane. <laughs> Everybody else here, there's literally three pairs of AirPods on the table. I have a Bose 75%. wireless. I have a Bose wireless because I can't imagine a wire in my yeah, life. Yeah, I have to untangle them every time I get them out. I value It's horrible. It's a horrible existence. <laughs> yeah, I, used to lo- yeah. I used to lose my headsets every 10, 10 days. Now I've had this for nine months. So you think, you think wires are going to be gone in five years? Well, why is 100%. that? Though? Because they're more expensive, because they're more valuable, so you feel be- obligated yeah. to Yes, better designed, smaller. I put more focus in them, and I say, you know what? i got to remember where they because are. Because they're easier to lose. They're more expensive. Hundred dollars. you sure. treat your phone like shit most of the time, probably. Like, everyone <laughs> tosses their phones all the time. I do it. But that shit's way more expensive than the headphones. Yeah, a thousand bucks. You know where this, com- you know where this question comes from? This question comes from, like, I saw a meme or something. I saw a picture. Basically, it was a pamphlet from uh, an advertisement from like about 1970 I want to say from Radio Shack yeah what was on this advertisement all the latest devices a phone a calculator a video recorder a stopwatch and basically the whole yeah. meme was that every single one of these items was like 30 different items are now on a phone that's in true, the yeah, palm of your hand okay so that's where oh, the inspiration behind that, that question yeah. comes from it's just you know we're gonna see the end of some very commonly used items pretty soon, I think. Um, let me ask you guys, looking out a little bit further, yep. I always like asking this question. What do you see, what do you see where do you see the world, Ooh. how we live, and technology <laughs> in 50 years? What, is, what does the world look like? What do we do as, you know, as humans? Yeah. How do we interact with? That's crazy. Yep. I mean. It's a big tick. I, I know what oh, I'd yeah. like, like to see. Yeah. But that's not necessarily the same. What do you think is reality? Will happen. I mean, I'm going to say my it, what I would like to happen is reality because I'm an optimist and I think yeah. it's doable. Let's hear it. If it was some sort of like like fully, truly global economy, not just like multiple countries and like nation states interacting between each other, but like yeah. something that was truly like global that provided value for everybody. You know what I mean? Not at the expense of people individually. You know what I mean? That kind of thing. And I think that that's totally reasonable with technology now. I mean... Just think about it for the last like, couple decades, like global operations on like like a huge scale from like you think space to space explorations. Space, yeah, I mean everything is like right. totally global. It has to be because if any cool. one country falls too far behind, the rest of them have to do shit. Response on that? 
I haven't really catch <laughs> Do you see what he got? So I think... 50 years. Listen, especially in the last even, 10 years... Or even years, 25. It's still... Yes. Things it, are going to change. So what do you got? I think in the last 10 years, right, you had increase in R&D, right? So like Tesla, for example, Elon Musk yep. is spending hundreds of millions of dollars, sometimes billions of dollars on research and development, but you're not really seeing a lot of it, right? So you're not seeing a lot of the space exploration stuff. You're not seeing a lot of the mass transport right, stuff. Right, right. It's all in the research phase. What do you now. think about Musk? Just not to go off Fantastic. Topic. But you, you like I like him. it because he's spending a lot of money and time and effort and staff's time on R&D. And it's not, and it's not sexy. It's not Especially sexy. But shareholders okay, honestly, there are, there are people that are smarter than him, but he's just a better salesman. He's okay. just a better salesman. That's all he is. He's a salesman. Yeah, but if he's doing There's shit. plenty of people doing exactly what he's doing. And he's just selling all the investors. Yeah, but, 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 but guess how much Tesla spent on... I think it's fraud, honestly. Guess how much Tesla spent on paid advertising in last year. Tell me. Zero. Right. He's a marketing Zero. genius. That's and what I'm saying. Nissan, right? Nissan is spending hundreds of million dollars on paid advertising. He's a marketing genius, but he doesn't know what he's doing. If you look at, if you look at the, the Tesla, right? The Whatever, the E-Class or whatever it is. Right. Compared to like the Nissan Leaf. Right, right. Nissan spent hundreds of millions on paid advertising. Tesla, almost zero or minimal, right? It's clearly a difference in not only advertising or branding or whatever you say that he's good at. Yeah. It's their brand's image in society. And that brand's image is an innovative yeah, how they one. How they do that? How they I do think, that? They I take, think it's he's, like, a, he's a less innovative version of Steve Jobs. Okay. Of Iron Man. What, what do you got, <laughs> What do you got, Herman? No, I mean, like, I don't know. It, it's not like he's, like, necessarily, like, less of a, like, good, like, leader. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because his style could be, like, like less substance and more, like, flair. You know what I mean? Yeah, but the, the question is: exist The question without, is, do you think he's going to be successful? Do you think he's going to actually? Think, pull I mean, it off? he already is. Uh, there's shit went into space that otherwise wouldn't have gone into space. Yeah, but at the same time, way, how much like, money is he losing for his investors every single month? Like, he has to well, make then, no, a business plan. Well, then they don't have plan. to fucking invest. It, it's right, individual okay. choice. You know what I mean? If you don't invest, then like, okay. Then All right, back to. back to the topic at hand. We're looking at fifty-year horizon. Dick, what do you think the world's going to look like? Technology-wise, well, global warming is happening in twelve years, so we're all going to be dead, according so to uh, AOC. No, I think. I, listen, I, to honestly answer your question, yeah. I think in twenty twenty-five years, we're all going to need to carry around oxygen in bags. Because we're not going to be able to breathe. How do you make the oxygen? Just like it's. What do you mean? How do you make that? I think on like an enterprise. Like, you have a massive. Like, I don't know the story. Am I an plant? oxygen expert now? I'm just making sure. <laughs> no, but, you know, all right, but listen, we're going into it. Listen, what I'm trying to say is. I'm very much like you, you call me liberal Sally or whatever the hell you want to call me. Sally. I think that on a, uh, on a on a on a name here. Sally Saban, if you're listening, we love you. Shouts out, yo. Shout out. I guess her. Out, we're doing out. good. Yeah. All right. Let her finish. Yeah. What I'm trying to say is, we need to approach global warming on a company level and a government level. Not recycling doesn't do shit. Okay. Th- I'm sorry to interject. Yeah. That totally flows with the thing I said too though yeah it's a global problem and it's totally a thing that, that people can unite around and like totally morph society around between like technology well, not be too late. at the same time as global warming is like an insane opportunity it might be too late but who's to say we don't have to reverse it eventually you know like we just don't know shit yet can we reverse on an individual level though like me recycling no, that won't reverse it. That no, won't slow no, it because it's it's too big. With it's a, it's like a corporate level thing. But if yeah. everybody collectively reduced demand for those services, then they would have to theoretically, yeah. right? Like, yeah, yeah. But because, because it's so global, 
I think it's very hard on an individual, individual level yep. to say that, oh, I'm, I got to reverse this because this is really bad for the earth. Because then you think to yourself, oh, everybody else will do their jobs. I'll just continue fucking around and not recycling. Yeah. It's true. And then, but then that 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 mentality uh, spreads throughout the. Whole so we got to move on. So then you oh, really sorry. can't make that idea. Yeah, I agree. Uh, successful. Herm, we got to finish up. Um, I just want to ask you guys, just off the cuff, do you are you scared of? Also, let me go back to that uh, point just real quick. You're saying that is global warming solvable or not solvable? I think global warming is manageable. I don't okay. think it's solvable. I think we've irreversibly fucked a lot of shit up, and like species going extinct in en mass is like the worst. Do you think oh, we fucked it up to the point of no like return? Millions of years. Anything, uh, anything en mass? Yeah, en mass. Anything mass? Anything en mass? It could be, it could yeah. be on mass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's en mass, we're fucked. Yeah. All right, yeah. so we're gonna manage it. Let me ask you guys. Rapid fire question is AI. Yeah. AI uh, morphed into the. I'm assuming it's the same category that you know the dogs or the robots that MIT creates. Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah, sort of the same thing? Black Mirror. Robots. I'm just basically talking about robots. Yeah. And all the, the movies we've seen is that is that something? Black Mirror. Remember that episode yeah. of Black Mirror? Yeah. Uh, is that something that we should actually be worried about in the next? I think it's 15 years or 10 years even where we start seeing. I don't this know stuff. if we're at the level of AI that could actually. We're not that. at that level. I think it would be. I think it would be. Very artificial intelligence. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think it would, like, get, like, consciousness involved. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't think like, we're there yet. Then it's like, holy shit. Like, that's when I'm fearful, you know? But, like, before that, I don't know. We can... I think people overreact. I think the way our marketplace is structured... Like, I think it's about the movies jobs, that really created Most them. jobs are way too personal for an AI. They would also have to produce themselves. Produce themselves... I don't even think we're there yet, to be honest. I think everybody is calling anything AI now on a micro or macro like scale. You know, you know how will, no, you know how will, you know will impact. It'll be at the um, the army level, or the it, right. I like that military, level. military now. Military level, because they'll don't be de- de- developing something. They don't know what about that is a weapon. There's a fighting machine, and that could learn the enemy's tactics and all that shit. Right, and then it doesn't gain consciousness, but it fucks up and then turns on. Uh, whoever the owner was thinking it's the enemy. Like, some malfunction. Yeah, right. Do you see that plane that crashed because um, it kept just going down and it kept pulling up, the pilots kept pulling up and it kept going down and, and, and yeah, it never yeah. reversed? They said that was because of... Uh, program? Mach- yeah, the program right. that's supposed to autocorrect and make it uh, straight. Worked against them. It was. It thought it was still incorrect. Right. So it wasn't right. like, oh, I'm going to fucking kill these people. But it, it, it overcorrected. It malfunctioned. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Interesting. Exactly. Um, okay, so we're done with Tech Talk. We're talking about the guy to my left, DC, working at a specific firm, which we're not going to mention the name, but you mentioned nonprofit a bunch of times. Yeah. So we're going to shift gears a little bit from tech to nonprofit, what I call but social wait, he justice. Also, a lot of the reason why, I'm, I to be honest, mm-hmm. to, be, to be direct, a lot of the reason why I'm interested in this is me, what me and him did in college. Like, we were involved in a lot of that stuff. So for Don't me, that's it. where it started. I think, like, a lot of the reason why I'm in the space was because of like my early on, like I'm interested genuinely. I'm interested in how to help humanity, right? But that's so macro, so big of an idea. And on on mass, right? How do you how do how do you do it actually? And I'll tell you exactly what caused it. But I don't know if you have a leading question first. No, no, no. How'd you get into it? How'd you get in, how do you get involved? So yeah, it doesn't need a question. So <laughs> in two thousand and seven. No, no, 2008. Back I was still, when there's a weird little listen, 2008, I was still in high school, right? Wow. I said, listen, 
and I'm going to be honest, I really want to set my application apart for college. I want to do something that will... Very mature. Yeah, right, very forward. We'll, 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 we'll do something that will help me, right? I was and, like, help and, make a basketball team. Listen, <laughs> we'll do something that will help me, but also will help other people, right? Because I, I was interested in it. It wasn't all fake. like, But I think everything anybody does in high school uh-huh. is to get into college, in my opinion. That's what, what my environment was. People would play sports because they wanted to win varsity and get a scholarship. Like, it was a very competitive environment, at least where it I went, right? So I said, okay, how do I differentiate myself while doing something that I like? So I partnered with my friend who... Who's that? Her name is Michelle. She goes to Great Neck High School. She went to Great Neck High School. So what's uh, her address? And she, <laughs> and she approached me and she said, hey, I have this really good idea. I want to start a charity in Cambodia. Wow. And, and she was in eighth grade? Holiday. She was in, no, she was in high school. High school, I mean, yeah, so, 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 so second young. year high school. Wow. That's so far away. I would have given up right there. Oh, no, because she said, listen, like, she said, listen, I was following, I was following Nicholas Kristoff. Nicholas Kristoff is a New York Times writer. He, he started this charity in Cambodia. We can do an offshoot and like start a school in Cambodia that'll help young girls with education. I said, I'm down. I was looking at something that will help me, but also help you were in other grade. people. You were 14 years old. I was 10th grade. This is incredible. All right. So how did they actually. Execute? So listen, we started fundraising, started to raise money. <coughs> internal in my community where I live, but also externally. We raised, I was just you two guys at this Yeah, point? we wow. raised about $10,000, dollars Wow. Um, all went to education in Cambodia, all went to a cause. Um, How'd you facilitate that? How'd you actually? It was a lot of like Facebook, we had a Facebook Facebook. cause page. It was a lot of, at that time. You weren't time, afraid as a 10th grader that no. you were just giving $10,000? So listen. Yeah. How, do you, a, how do you even know what happened? <laughs> it was a lot of social media blitzing, right? So what happened a year later, right. following up, I was still in high school. Actually, it might have been two years later. Right after I got into Cornell. A year, yeah. I uh, called, I called the, uh, the organization. Justify? No. Oh, which one? I called the organization in Cambodia, mm. and I said, hey, um, I just wanted to check the status of the project, right? Yeah. And they said, what's your name? I said, DC. Yeah. And they said, <laughs> and they said, Oh, we don't have any record. Wow. And I said, okay. They said, yeah, um, we just, we don't know. Um, we don't remember you or whatever. He Fucking had, gave you $10,000. No, he had wow. no idea what it was. So, so what, I'm, what I'm saying is I'm sure that it went towards the cause. Right? I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, no, no, I'm not saying it went to any wrong thing. I think it really definitely went towards the cause. However, I, I hope so. However. However, I have no way to track it and I have no way to see impact. Right, so right. for me, it was a failure. Right. So I came from that and I said, okay. How do I learn the ins and outs of business, right. understand business at a, like a very specific micro and macro level in, yeah, in college? Two, two courses, all it takes. Two courses, <laughs> and then a, apply it to, uh, listen, <laughs> listen, yeah. nipple boy, apply it to the social impact <laughs> sector. Dick and nickel, nipple boy. So, right, so to be honest, it, it took a failure. Uh, for me, it was a big failure. I mean, if you're that young... Yeah. And, and even when we're in high school, college age, we waffle from, from idea to idea, back and forth, different careers we want to be in. And you, as, a, as an impressionable 10th grader, you yeah. came out of a very real experience. You, yeah, you, you put came in, out of a vagina. All right, Dick, you're out of No, no, seriously, the, you, put in, you put in work, you put in time, and as yeah. a 10th grader, that's, that's everything to you. Yeah. And you got a, a failure of a result. So I'm just. For me, it was a failure. Just, Other people were successful. For me, I it was can't a understand any, any 10th grader. Fighting through that and being attracted to that kind of failure, I just yeah. But if anything, it taught me. And then I started looking at statistics. Seventy percent of nonprofits fail, which is which is horrible, right? Because For business reasons. These obviously. are people business reasons. They right. can't stay afloat, and people don't think nonprofits are essentially. 
the way they operate businesses, can you make money but for the founder? The who starts it isn't a business owner. Nobody but needs to make money to right, live, right? right? Usually a nonprofit's founder is there to is there to help people, but also they need to live. They can't be on the streets if right. they're helping people on the streets. You know what I mean? So I, I so quote just, that, please. You, something, <laughs> something just came, something just attracted you to that. Yeah, cost, so that, so. Uh, long story short, <laughs> LTDR, whatever the fuck you call it. Um, that's, yeah. that's what brought me into space, and that's what I do now every day. Love it. Okay, all right, so we're going to jump into some topics. Um, I want to ask either of you guys, um, what issue, or, or maybe even a nonprofit specifically, you can name them, uh-huh. what do you see out there in the market that is kind of going unnoticed? What type of cause, what type of nonprofit? That is basically that people should should pay attention to. What do you What do you guys see? Uh, there's a lot. What do you think? I'm not sure about like what cause necessarily, but in terms of like a solution or like a you know some sort of like offering. Yep. I think like like mobile trends in like Africa with like microtransaction stuff, microfinance yep. moves. Yep. You know what I'm talking about? I do. Dan, you did some stuff with that. I do. DC. DC. Um, no, we I mean, that one up a few times. <laughs> listen, it's fine. Bleep it out. Microfinance is, um, is, is, is a new trend of financing that a lot of people in sub-Saharan Africa, Southeast Asia use because they don't have actual collateral when they go and, and, and work with banks. There's we no don't actual either. collateral there. Yeah, but in a very, in a very like a micro, micro loans, scale. Micro loans, just to define that, basically smaller loans, like the size of uh, a couple thousand dollars? Or? Yes, very small right, loans. Got it. Um, and, and it's essentially, it's taken over a lot of like India. I would say India, it's largely where it was born. There's a bank called the Grameen Bank that started microfinancing and that's- Shout and out the, Grameen Bank. Shout out to Grameen Bank. This is, I'm not sponsored by Grameen <laughs> Bank. I'm just highlighting yeah, them here. Yeah. It's sponsored by yeah. Sour Patch Watermelon. Yeah, no, yeah. but yeah. De- definitely, I think, I think that's definitely we a didn't trend. Have on today. Um, for me, what I would say in terms of like a- you want an issue in society? Yeah, an issue, a cause, uh, or an actual nonprofit that you've seen that's doing real, really tremendous work, but they're not getting the, the notoriety or they're not getting the marketing. Sure. So give them the less. So you know? for me, the biggest issue we have today is please. complete and utter ambivalence of modern day society to what's happening in other countries, right? So, like, yeah, give me an issue. I'll give you a problem. Uh, I'll, I'll give you an issue, right? You'll have, have sure dude. Right. Listen, you'll have a you'll have a. Oh, it's a very major, general statement. So listen, give you'll have a major famine, huge famine, that's killing hundreds of thousands of people in. I'm giving an example: Somalia, right? Yeah. They just had one, and nobody gives a fuck. I I, I don't even know that is. And, and listen, listen, we're Jew, we're Jews, by the way, for lack of for people that are listening, right? You're all probably Jewish. We're Jewish people. I'm, I'm talking to you. We're Jewish people. <laughs> all, right, all right, don't assault me. In a, lot of, in a lot of instances, right, our people died in six million plus. And I say every day, how could nobody have helped us? Oh my God! How could no? How answer Jewish the question. Groups are Dan, answer the question. Jewish groups are generally the biggest ones that that uh, come to help. Why, yeah. Why didn't the Americans? Let me answer the question. Let me answer the question. Well, uh, let me finish the the answer. Oh, first. okay. Why we're on a different topic. Why did Americans? Down. Why did Americans come and save the Jewish people? Why didn't anybody care? Why was there no me- uh, newspapers or media? And meanwhile, besides for Darfur, which blew up in social media, right. there have been hundreds of genocides, famines, yeah. real things that we could definitely help. And we were. But that. my question we to you is that: is that our fault, or is the whole thing just the marketing? 
What does that uh, mean? Issue is it the, the the companies or the the nonprofits or the issues that get promoted throughout the world are through social media. Yeah. So it's not that we're bad people. We no, just no, don't no. have access to. It. I'm we not don't saying we're bad people. I think it's a mix of society, government, and business. We all need to come together and put. There's and too put many more issues. Focus. My point is that there's too many issues to solve every so single. So pick one. two or three of the worst ones. We need you Iron Man. Don't do anything because there's no glamour in saving people. It's people do it because it, it makes money or promotes them or yeah. something like that. Yeah. We sell ads. Exactly. So right. nonprofits that succeed are ones that also manage to generate cash and sponsorships with like athletes and shit. Yeah, they're strong. You're just building huts in Africa. And you'll never get any degree of payment or No matter how noble the cause is. No one's going to fucking do it. Right. All right, DC, I want to ask you another question. You make it sexy. DC, I want to ask you another question. Yeah. What was the most uh, impactful or memorable moment in your nonprofit life? Yeah. Um, A lot of it was an early age. I was in ninth grade. One single moment. Yeah, 100% in one moment, I'm going to tell you right now, has... (laughs) With with the Cambodian girls plus this is really why Danny Comport's sitting here today. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. What's his name? All right. So I right. went to Costa Rica. I went to Costa Rica on a two week um, educational thing where I essentially taught Spanish uh, Costa Rican kids that spoke only Spanish English. Taught Spanish. When was this? It was ninth grade, two thousand and seven. Went to Costa Rica. Uh, with By the way, you gotta be, you got some cojones on you to do that yeah, so young. Ninth yeah. grade. With Mina Yu. Yeah. Wow. Mina Yu, if you're out there, if you're listening. Shouts out Mina Yu. Shout out Mina Yu. I know you're gonna be in Long Island City, you're coming to our party. She's like, when well, we did Justify, I met Danny. Danny already did like 20 trips like this. Yeah, I wanna talk about Justify, but so, yeah, hit me with this. I went there, I stayed in a in a shack. <laughs> I worked with an organization called Abriendo Mentes, Opening Minds. I was there for two weeks. I stayed in a literal, literally a shack. <laughs> With hundreds of cockroaches. <laughs> oh my god! So me and me and you, hundreds of cockroaches. How long were you? I woke up. I woke up one night. I woke up one night. I I I deep deep smug my eyes and there's magma in it. I look five five cockroaches on my stomach. I say, you know what? I gotta I gotta take a walk, right? So next day, we're still talking about the cockroaches, or yeah. So no, no, next day, me and me. A long story. Me and me decide, hey, we're gonna go. Walk a little up the hill because we hear this nice hill, right? Unless, a nice version. mountain. Yeah, right. So we go to the top of the mountain. As what do we see? Tell me. So any guesses? Richie, what do we see? Um, a dude about to flash. No, as I can't even guess. I said cockroach. Naked grandma. No, we okay. see what po- possibly was a seven point five million dollar home. Wow. Seven point five. We stay in the shack. Oh, we were way off. We were way off. One fourth. One fourth of a mile up the hill. There was a there was a house with an infinity pool. Right, well. At modern furniture, three floors. There was one person there, and it was a friend of our the guy that we lived with, and we went into the infinity pool, whatever we had to do. Mina, you can you can remind me one day what happened. What do you have, what do you have but to do? Listen, at that time I'm like, holy shit. You have a shack with cockroaches. These people couldn't eat anything besides for nest tea, brown rice, and hard boiled eggs. You walk 0.25 miles, you have a feast of a fruit selection, and then you have an infinity pool. So what does that tell you? It tells me that in the block, in the span of like one or two blocks, you have such income inequality and such inequality that was like mind numbing. That's the biggest yeah. thing. I wrote my college essay about that. What do you mean? It's capitalism. It's capitalism. Yeah, That's City. what I'm saying. It's all you relative. You have a fucking building yeah. and then you have a, a homeless hundred percent, but yeah. not... To be honest, it's not, not within the same proximity. It's not within the same proximity. It's not two homes. I actually disagree. New York Go. is the exact same proximity. Okay, so exactly. Yeah, but it, 
you go to, I went to Costa Rica, that's mine, I think. So that was the most impact, impactful. Yeah, you go to Costa Rica and you see that, but that stuff happens in New York. It happens everywhere you go. So I started to notice that a little bit more, and that's a lot of the reason why I think it's important to like focus on a lot of these issues because it helps. I, I was gap. just going to rebuttal by saying in New yeah. York, you could literally have a homeless guy sitting next to yeah. a multi billionaire on, on the subway. Yeah. yeah. So, but, uh, but it's, no, but you're absolutely right. It's absolutely right. Um, okay, last question before we break. Um, DC, you know, how do you, you're going to look at 50 years, 25 years, 100 years down the line. How do you want to be remembered? What do you want to accomplish? And you what do you want to change? Me? What do you want to change? Me? Um, how do you want people to describe your life? Um, In 25 years, I'll hopefully still be alive. So, like, while I'm alive... No, when you're dead. When you're dead. When you're dead, what have you accomplished? How are you you remembered? See, you're dying in 25 years. Sorry, bud. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry to break it to you. Yeah. What do you got here? All the time to find out. (laughs) Um, Think of most podcasts. I'm going to go personal and professional. Yep. Personally, I want to have kids that are nice people. If I grow up to have a brat... I'm I'm pulling over and they're gonna be on the streets. I'm not dealing with it. It's gonna be my fault. But I wanna I wanna grow and nurture normal, friendly, kind, gen like inquisitive, genuine kids. Great. Girl, boy, I don't care. Uh, questioning, I don't care. Whatever right, gender go, it is. Go 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 business wise or uh, career wise. Business wise, yeah, I wanna just uh, questioning. Answer. I don't mind questioning. Okay. Business wise, career wise, legacy wise. Yeah, business wise. Business wise, I wanna. Business wise, business wise, I really wanna develop something of my own. Um, that is unique. That is selling something different, and that I can claim, hey, I made an impact. So I don't know what that is. It could be a nonprofit. It could be a business. But in you want it to be years, global. You want it to global, be global. In twenty years, I want to do something that's global in impact, global in staff and teams. Let me and, ask you something, something quick. Important. Do you want to do it for the fame? Do you want to no. do it for? By the way, I could give two shits about fame. I the only reason I do social media is I laugh at it when I reread my Instagram stories. Like. I don't care about that. For What's your me, motivation? What is your motivation? My motivation is I genuinely, 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 genuinely want to make an impact and I want to be able to see the impact. Like right now, I work in a very large company. I can make an impact. My team can make an impact. We don't see it. I don't see it every day. I want to know that I did something for myself and I laid a stake and that I have a legacy and that my kids continue that legacy. That's the most important thing for me in my life and uh, something that I really hold true. I hope in 20 years that I can listen back at this and be like, okay, I accomplished. Wait, so All right, you, with you do, that. You, want the, you do want the recognition of it? No, it's more myself. I don't give a shit what other people think. It's more myself. I want to know myself that in the time that I've been on Earth, 80, 90 years, however long I'm on Earth, that I did something, that I didn't just sit around eating fucking Swedish fish all day, okay? Hermione got <laughs> all night. Before the break, what do we got? Personally, I think similar to Dan, would want to, you know, focus on, on having a, a healthy, loving family home. Yeah. Enjoying it. You're closer than me, by the way. You're closer than me. To that goal? Yeah. Oh, that's just because I'm healthier, happier, and whatever I said. But not single. <laughs> uh, yeah, fair enough. Um, and then the other one... Um, legacy-wise. Good. Yeah, legacy-wise. I don't know. I think I want to, like, work with people more individually and also own, like, a smaller business. So, like, similar motivation, you but just, wanna, just, like, you wanna, scale that shit right, down. You want to basically... DC. Benefit a smaller number of people, but more more yeah, deeply more, than them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. All right, with that, we're gonna go into a little music break. We're gonna come back with a little travel for thirty seconds. Enjoy. What is the question?
Welcome back, ladies Smooth and gents. Smooth transition. I went from not eating after eating, eating a whole pint of Hagen Dazs ice cream at 10 o'clock. <laughs> Very delicious. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gents, to yeah. episode 11 of Big Taste of Dick and Bones. 11. Yeah. This is, uh, it's been Congrats. a fun ride. Yeah, it's, uh, it's been a fun ride. They, they we're going to move in. The beginning. They know what the fuck we're talking about. It's not an intro to the whole show. All right. We're moving into the second part of our podcast. Yeah. Um, this is, I think, something that's unique to this group. Yep. That you guys have traveled yeah, so to more places age, I feel like for sure. than the average American would travel in their lifetime. Yep. So, so uh, I mean, I don't even know if you want how you want to structure this, but I kind of want to just go through where you guys have been, like a list, like rapid Dan, fire. Dan's the I've been everywhere, but man. Before, yeah, exactly. But before we do that, I've been everywhere, man. The reason, so thank you. The reason we had a little delay or a little break, I should oh, say, yeah, yeah. Sorry is because Dick... Just came back from Bali. Bali and uh, Thailand before that and Zurich before that. Tell us about it. Fantastic trip. Um, Bali is like fucking three years away from New York, so it took a while to get there. But once you're there, it's it's super dope. Worth it, worth it. Yeah, have you been? Yes. Oh, right. Dan had the pictures he sent me before. He's like, you got to go to these places. So I stayed in um, the uh, village of Chengu. I don't know if village is the nice. correct word of that, but yep. um, which is like a surfer's town. Township. So it's super cool because everyone just in a so relaxed mood, just walking around with no shirt on because it's fucking 100 degrees out. And you don't want to actually like, sweat, sweat through shirts. The cafes are delicious. You, have, wow. you eat the walls of cafes. They're even delicious. It's what were you there for? What were you there for? Explain to the group. Oh, so I was there for a fitness retreat. Um, um, all right, next. Song. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks. Listen, this is the game. I want to play a little game. The topic is. Oh, sorry. All right. What all right. did you do there? Yeah. Venice retreat. Convention. Please tell. Right. Me. <laughs> no, it was no influencers, but the couple of them thought they were. All right, quick, quick. Weren't. What is it? What was this thing? Was, oh, uh, so Sunny Webster, uh, Graper, and Olympic Willifter was hosting a week long seminar. Yep. Um, to, on Olympic lifting, so that was, for me it was ideal because I wanted to be in Bali and I, I was going to work out anyways. So this is a great When when all right, this is the game. We're gonna go rapid fire. Yeah. Each one of you, oh, you're gonna right. name a country that you've been to. Yeah. And whoever can think of the next one is out. We have a handicap here in that Danny and I have about ninety percent of them together. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, so you can't say the same one twice. You can't say, okay. Oh actually sorry, you can say where you've been, so just keep right. going. Ready? We're gonna start with Herm. Go. Rapid fire. Philippines. Iceland. Thailand. Vietnam. You're supposed to play, you fuck. No, just go. Brazil. Cambodia. India. Uh, Bali. Argentina. Laos. Bangkok. Costa Rica. Oh my fucking god. Come uh, on. The, 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 the Austria. Switzerland. That was late. Just Italy. At the buzzer. Here, go faster. Um, Jesus Christ. Uh, fuck. <laughs> okay, Herm's out. We're up to our two finalists. Yeah. Listen, we all know who's going to win here. This kid's been to Midwood and Bali. <laughs> Alright, um, DC, you're going to start. Go. Um, um, Hong, Kong. <laughs> Hong Kong. Israel. China. Seoul, South Korea. Seoul. All right, we'll take it. Japan. You went there? Yeah. On a layover, layover. or something? <laughs> it doesn't count. Right. Japan. Detroit. Nah. Korea. Detroit. <laughs> you just said... I just said Korea. You just said Detroit. No, South Korea. It was three before that. All right. Yeah, I, I think, I I think, think North Korea, motherfucker. DC Maybe have you. Too. Have you? Maybe it was the Democratic People's Republic of Korea. You don't know. <laughs> Keep going. All right, all right. Listen up, listen up. We're talking travel, okay? We're talking Puerto travel. Rico. And I think... I mean, even if a person went to half the amount of places you just yeah. mentioned, they would have a robust travel experience. But I want to just ask you guys. Wow, the consistency there. People were naming cities. Other people were naming states. Other people were naming <laughs> fucking It wasn't really monitored very continents, well. Continents. I, I probably should have been a better uh, North judgment. America. Okay, we're going to start with DC. What does yeah. traveling mean to you? What has it done to impact your life? Um, so, truly, truly. Why do you travel? Truly. Yeah, why do you like, travel? 
You talking about what I'm passionate about? Food, ice cream, family? No. My biggest thing for me is I love going to another country and understanding their culture and being a part of their culture. That's what I love to do. I save all my money now. I don't spend it on massages anymore. Six past six months, I've been good. I don't spend it on alcohol, really. I don't spend it on um, dinners. I spend it on saving. You went to dinner up, last night. Saving, yeah, but cheap. You I paid spent sixty bucks at this Italian place. No, we don't. All right, all right. What I'm trying to say is, I've been well, saving wait, what a is lot. An expensive dinner for you. <laughs> I've been, know. I've been saving. <laughs> true. I've been saving a lot to go on trips. I've been really smart on my points game. Like for me, if I spend six months not having gone to three or four countries, it's a waste of six months. All right, so tell us about it. What drives you to that? I just I literally answered your question. <laughs> what does it mean to you? Like I said, we start getting dead on the show. What does for it a mean to you? Time. What does it mean to you? Ex- no, exactly, exactly what I just said. I mean, why does it I so hate? So I grew up in Long Island. Oh, I grew up. Long Island is the most insular place on planet Earth. People normally don't leave until they go to college. If they don't go to Nassau Community or Hofstra in Long Island, like it's it more so than Midwood or Brooklyn or whatever. It's a bubble. Yeah. It's, it's a bubble. Oh uh, yeah, in Long Island, my dad went. Okay. okay. People normally stay <laughs> I there. That. Yeah. I got bored. I got bored of hanging out with people that do the same shit as me. Shabbat dinners, go to go out uh, to Queens Saturday nights. Like that's boring to me. So you just wanted to be unconventional. You I wanted to unconventional, break out from the mold. Do something different. Meet people that are going through completely explore, different lives than I do. Explore outside of your current that, boring. Like life. why not? Why, in my opinion, why don't more people do that? More people have to be doing yeah. this. Uh, Herm, what do you got? Why do you travel? Um, I like going to other places and just trying to, like, connect with people there. Like, talking to random people and just, like, kind of, even just, like, observing, which is kind of weird, just, like, observing people. But, like, just seeing what Herm people... Herm goes to get... watch people. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's right? binoculars. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but it's true. Just, like, kind of see what people are up to in other countries, and it usually right. highlights, like, a lot of similarities across borders, and also, like, some really fucking weird differences a lot of which Dan was talking about culture. Dick, what do you got? Why do you travel? I really like going on um, different adventures in different countries. I think when you live in t- inside your own uh, bubble, you just get bored of life and everything becomes mundane and, and routine. When you get thrown into travel in a new country, you can fucking you take a, a ferry over to some random ass spot, That's get off, and you, yeah. and you find a volleyball game. So on what, does that, what does that do for you? What, is that, what, what kind of benefit or... Why do you like and that? It spices up life. Spices Without it, it's just, life. you, you got to get out of the routine. Yeah. Routine's I, I great. For me, routine's yeah. great, but, but routine for too long will kill you. Will kill you. Yeah. I think, um, just to allude a little bit to Herm's point, I think I like going to places and sort of t- seeing what I see and experiencing what I experience and reflecting that back on our own lives. Yeah. And putting things in perspective, like that moment you had with the mansion on top of, with, you know, the cockroach-infested yeah. you know, uh, streets. I think that really makes an impact on you and you can only get that if you go outside of your, of your bubble. I think I always think it's incredible that you go into a plane that for me is literally a space-time continuum yeah, right? and you exactly. flash through the sky. You go from JFK, enter the plane, leave in a village in Laos. Yeah. Like for me that's unheard of that you can literally enter a a a time capsule end up usually only six hours after the time that you left right <laughs> and you're there and you're a completely different land that's my that's another one of my favorite parts it's like westworld you know you it's see like westworld? westworld dude no you're, t- you're teleporting you're teleporting like, avengers took three hours to figure out how to time travel <laughs> we figured it out now we just got to keep doing it more and pushing more people faster, to travel faster, faster. all right so let me ask you guys some questions 
Um, Wait, how did we figure out time travel? <laughs> no, a plane. We're listening. We're a listening. Plane is all right, listen up. Listen up. We're gonna ask some rapid fire questions. Or not rapid fire. BS. You could. You could. Um, my BS. All right, listen. You could say your stories, but sort of rapid fire. Yep. Um, I want you to go, Herm. What was the what was the worst was country you've been to? The worst experience? So we're just going to start with the... I don't know why we're starting negatives, but... That's the worst... The worst experience... What was the worst country you've been to? Worst... Man. You know what I'm saying? What? No, no. Put it on blast, man. No, I, I know your answer, but I don't know if you want to say it. No, you don't. What's my answer? I'll put it back. No, that's not it. <laughs> All right, Herm, you're not okay, embarrassing okay, the country. Yeah, yeah, fine. No, I mean... When I, I mean, I had a lot of issues in Laos, but it was a beautiful place. I thought Laos was disgusting. We were there five years ago. Was that Myanmar? Is that, that was Myanmar. Burma. That's Myanmar. Burma. That is a Burma, disgusting. Myanmar. Burma, Myanmar, same thing. Danny, what do you, well, what do you think? Well, he did you answer? He said Laos. Uh, but yeah, but it's not like you know, it's not like a horrible place. Wait, wait, you have a story? Why, why do you hate? I just had it? a lot of conflicts. What happened? Tell us about it. I mean, you know, it, they varied. One, I had, like, significant diarrhea and I needed to wipe <laughs> with my hand. It's not all the Leveraging wait. a bucket of water in front of me, which was oh, right, also right, right. full of shit. Yeah, because so, you, you know, cleaned like, the shit one. with it. Once again, and you wiped your own time, ass with your hand? Give me another option here, bones. <laughs> At least you All right, all right. <laughs> we're going to go with negatives first, but quickly <laughs> we're going to go to the positives. All right, that's and enough. Then, diarrhea okay, is, is enough And another one, which was kind of positive because it highlighted the nice nature of the locals, but it was terrifying at first. Okay, and I couldn't get through a border from Vietnam to Laos. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> we were on a bus together, and we needed to... We needed cash, we didn't have any cash, and essentially we split up, which we vowed we wouldn't do. Never. And I got on the back of a guy's motorcycle, and he paid for me, and then said he was going to drive me to an ATM. And yeah, he was going to rape me He literally <laughs> took me away. Wow. Like, that was it. What yeah. happened? He's still there. So, DC showed up. Yeah. Wow. Hero. And, and, and did they... Yeah, wait. I would say they robbed back us. Of another person they basically like, robbed us, buddy. They said, hey, take money out of the ATM to pay us for the visa, and we gave them about four times what we should have given them. What, you, what did you cheap. give them? What did you give them? I think about 150 bucks. Wow, okay. I mean, at least you weren't... All right, tell us a story. Place. I'm on uh, Pins and Needles. Yeah, 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 right? Yeah. You, you guys skipped ahead. Cliffhanger, cliffhanger. That was a story. So Herm is in, Herm is in a back of a car. Yep. And back of a motorcycle. Matter of a motorcycle, and then what's the end of the and story? I essentially... Follow up with him on the back of a different, back of a different motorcycle. motorcycle. Ten, <laughs> ten, this is an ten, action movie. Ten minutes behind because because we could, they didn't let us into the country. Wait, who is who's listen, motorcycle? I'll start with the beginning. Random right, they fucking just we were around. in. Listen, we were in Ho Chi Minh City, Vietnam, and the the hostel owner in Vietnam because we were leaving for Cambodia the next day. I said, "Ma'am, is there an ATM at the border? Because we have no cash. You know what the fuck? All we saying. have is credit card." She said, "Yes, sir." Yes, there is an ATM. I said, okay. So we leave Vietnam with no ATM, no cash, right? We get to the fucking border. Guess what they say? No there ATM. are signs that say no ATM. <laughs> number one, I was about to kill the bitch. <laughs> and number two, we're fucked because we couldn't actually buy the visa to get into the country. Wow. So, they don't take cash? No, no cash. cash. It's like, this is the same story? Just confirm oh, yeah. it. Oh, yeah, yeah. They only take cash. So we're in the bus with about 45 Vietnamese people. Half of them were eating fried insects like they were fucking sour <laughs> yeah, patches, like Rich is doing. Yeah. It was disgusting. It really and was. so, so, so they pulled over. They said uh, all those people apparently had visas already. They can get to Cambodia. We we're the only ones that did it. So I went to the I went to the border control. I said, "Hey, do you have ATM?" They said, "No, ATM, eighty miles." I wow. said, "Wow, where in Vietnam or because in Vietnam we could have gone back." They said, "No, in Cambodia." Wow. I said, "So what are we gonna do?" They're like, "You cannot come in." So after forty five minutes, <laughs> that was a catch twenty two. The after, only the only ATM is in the country. In the country. Yeah. After 45 minutes of 
I've I've brokered tech deals with less negotiation than <laughs> what I had to do on the border. We get so we, we we were talking to them. They said, okay, you know what? We have two motorcycles here. Your friend go first. Oh wow! And then you come. I said, okay, why don't let's go together? They said, no, we go first and then you come. That's shady. It was a bunch of dudes. Like these are not like like local cops. These were literally just people like smoking cigarettes at the table. Like random guys. And you guys could trust So he goes, he yeah, goes. I, I say, you know what? I don't feel comfortable. I don't want to leave him. I don't know where he's going to go. There's no phones. Nothing works. I'm going to go too. Yeah, we both go. Fucking around you, we go to the ATM. Stuff. It took about 45 minutes. My ass was killing me. I crawled to the ATM. <laughs> I said, oh yeah, 50 bucks. Right? And he said, uh, no, 150. Nice. I said, no, it's 50 bucks. He said, no, 150. Or what? I said, no, it's 50 bucks. He said, we won't take you back. Because how do you Bali? Yeah, better we just give him $150. Yeah, there's no Uber. So $150, there. they took us back. Well, we paid. We and then the, the bus took us. And every one of the Vietnamese people, as they ate their fried spiced insects, <laughs> said, we hate you. We fucking hate they you. Waited we for you? This. They waited for us. They waited for us. And I have never felt more scorned in my life. Me and Herman put our heads down. We're like, Once again, what happened yeah, to, what happened to Herman on the back of a motorcycle? How, how did that end? I know. I got to the ATM before him. And, and then we were then, both waiting. Oh, and then they yeah. robbed you in the form of overcharging, which happens every yeah, day yeah, in New York. Yeah, anyway, yeah, buy uh, seven dollar muffins, and that was it. We got robbed also. That you, was the definition of being robbed. You were parallel New York. Yeah, like, right? really love. He's a New Yorker. Yeah, New I, I, when, when I go abroad, when I go internationally, they ask you where you're from. I say I'm from Brooklyn. Yep, I'm that's, from that's Brooklyn. Super aggressive. I know. I don't like to say that. I said New York. Where you're from? From Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. And they know. You could go to fucking India. They won't know what Brooklyn is. You could go to any country in the world. They'll know where Brooklyn is. Yeah, they know. Yeah, because your fucking accent is thicker than Joe Pesci. They're gonna know that you're you're from. All right. So let me ask you guys. Let me ask you guys. Based on that. Based on that story. Based on that story. Whoever wants to jump in. What's the scariest you've ever been in your life traveling abroad? The scariest. What? Where? When were you the most scared for your life? When was I the scariest? I have. I have four or five. Capsize, capsize. Pick the best one. Capsize. What do you got? What do you got here? Was I the most scared? For that, Dan. Capsize, capsize. I think I know mine. Oh man, I'm not sure. I have to think about that. All right, Dick. What do you got? Um. So we were we were um we in Thailand with this crew right here. Oh. Um, I know which one you're talking. Yeah, and, and we went to uh, this water adventure in Thailand. They don't give a fuck. So you don't even sign anything. They don't give a shit. You go into these dangerous situations, and they're just like cool with it. <laughs> so we're on rapids, and this other guy, since we since our boat splashed another boat, this right. dude fucking came up behind us and flipped our boat over <laughs> in the middle of the rapids. And it was a rocky rapids. And it was rocky as yes. fuck. It was fast. Capsize. I was underneath the boat, and for a, and and for a second, I thought I could, I was like. Being pushed up by the life vest, right. so I was I wanted to swim uh, swim under the boat, but the life vest oh. pushed me up. I thought for a second I was gonna just drown under the under the boat. We were close. I have a but similar then story actually. I, I like That's went calm for a second. Calm. I'm like fucking just push off and you're good. And then I, we got Wait, out. Dan, you were in that you were in that Us, boat. We were there. Yeah, it was me. I wasn't Dan in the and boat. Top. I was not in the boat. And then I don't know who that third person is. Oh, okay. She disappeared. And then, wait, wait, wait. That's a pretty so scary then we all story. split up. Yeah, we so all split bad. up. Another boat comes and, and collects us all. Like, I right. jumped into one boat. Dan jumped into one boat. We all, and then we all somehow got into the uh, the uh, original boat that fucking wow. flew down the sea. And it was a near-death experience, you think? For, like, ten seconds, I thought it might be. Yeah, and, and, just based and then on that. was like, again, again. Like, no, <laughs> it's not, not a part of that. Yeah, not not the scariest I've, uh, scariest I've ever been, but last year I was in Israel, and I was whitewater rafting. And one person from a different boat came over, Good job, and they tried to they tried to pull me into the water from behind, and, 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 and my shoulder dislocated. A lot of shoulder I have a very in, yes. uh, deep history with uh, shoulder injuries, um, genetic. Shout out to the Dweck family, and <laughs> and um, and my 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 shoulder dislocated. I was in 
Uh, we were in the rapids. We were in the rapids. And they thought I was joking. So they thought I was, like, faking that I was, like, fucking drowning. And they, <laughs> they, they rode right past. They were laughing it up, these, these kids that I was chaperoning on birthright. What were you saying? You say help. And I was saying say- help, help. They thought I was joking. And then it happened to be, similar to your story, that there were, like, just Israeli guys smoking yeah. coca on the side of the, uh, of the river. They happened to be there. And some guy with a gun came. I was struggling. I was, I was trying to swim with one arm. And it some happened. guy came, jumped in, took me by the arm. And it was Unless two hours or... later. I was in a, a wet bathing suit. No, what was this, this he guy? He jumped in his street clothes. Yeah, wow. he, actually, he actually saved, I think he, I don't, I'm not going to say save my life, but it was very scary. And then two hours later, I was in a What'd wet bathing suit. Him? A wet bathing suit. I went to the nearest uh, hospital two hours later. Uh, just in agony. The most, the most pain I've ever been in my life. They had a foot doctor come mm-hmm. in. Pull on it once, Ugh. pull on it twice. Ugh. He couldn't put it back in. I was yelling. I was yeah, yelling. Feet. And they finally put it back in. I had surgery. It's all good. But Jeez. that was a scary story where I was, I was literally, I, I didn't, I was helpless. You know, so that, what, what about you guys? Well, so I have a couple stories. Which one do you want? All give me the, give me the, the most I action. The one with the most one, action. So you, you can take the one with so the most action. I was, um, it could range from when I was mugged three times in South Africa. I knew that was going to say. On three different occasions. Knife point, it could wow. be when somebody ha- home invaded my house in South Africa and I was forced to be under my bed with a knife. Give me a third South Africa. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get a third South Africa? Wasn't there like then, a tiger that attacked no, you? No, but really, the, the, you want, I'll give you the... Give me the best one. Okay, so I'll, give you, I'll give you the saddest I've ever been. It's not scared. Sad. No, because, listen, I think... Scared I think, for oh, your I'll life, I'm that. saying. Scared for your life. I want, yeah, but I want to give you, you a sadness tell us, one. You tell us about when you watched Toy Story 3 or some shit. Yeah, that was sad. Man. No, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. All right, I'm not sure this applies as an answer, Okay. It, it does fucking apply. Sadness <laughs> is a is a is a type of scaredness. All right, okay? you're gonna have to prove it. Let's hear it. <laughs> so I it was this was two months ago. Wow, recent. Nice I went to Fiji. Mm, Did I water. tell you this? No. Yeah. I told you this. I went to Fiji. Fiji is an amalgamation of 220 islands. So it's not like America. It's one little large landmass of Hawaii. Fucking like amalgamation. Shit. It's an amalgamation of 220 islands, right? Crazy word. I made up the number. Someone Where's look up the 7, number. 7,000 Filipino islands. It's not. It's somewhere in between. Yeah. It has one main island, right? Are you listening? You're on your phone. I'm listening. <laughs> this fucking... This kid's I have to run the podcast. He's still, a webinar. No, dude, this guy's still in the intro. He's on a webinar. He's got that story explaining these... He's then, a webinar. Are you going to say something of cakes. value? Are you going to say something of we value? We got rice cakes. We got him looking at ESPN. <laughs> okay. Okay, so... So, <laughs> listen. So, I cut my trip into half. So the first two nights, I was on the main island. Third... Uh, the, the, the second half, I went to a remote island, right? Mm-hmm. So, the second night, I was on the main island. My second night in Fiji... I come back from a day-long tour. I go to the buffet place, the restaurant. It was 8 o'clock. I said, hey, I want to eat. I'm fucking starving. And she says, you know what? Our next opening's at 8.30. I'm like, ma'am, there's nobody here. She's like, yeah, 8.30. I said, okay. She said, while you wait, go to the pool. I said, okay. It was 8 o'clock at night. The pool is massive. Huge. Infinity pool with the buffet, a little, little thing right next to it, right? I decide to FaceTime my mom while I'm in the pool. I'm like, mom, you can't. You won't even believe it. I paid all this money for the Hilton, right. and they're making me wait for my buffet. <laughs> I, I was I was Long Island complaining to her. Right. You know what I mean? First world problem. So she said, "Donnie, don't worry. You on vacation? From the infinity pool, like this fucking." So, meanwhile, while I'm telling my mom, I hear in the background a woman yelling something continuously. It was like, "Nawa, Nawa," and I said, 
To the okay. Uh, liberal. Mom, we got a psycho here. <laughs> Lady, I'm talking to my mom. I never talked to her. Be quiet. I'm like, Mom, I'm so sorry. Like, somebody is like yelling. I don't know what that's about. I just, I blocked it out, right? I couldn't see who it was. I couldn't see, hear, I, I didn't even know where it was coming from. I, just, I heard it. I go to the buffet. I sit down. I start eating. 10 minutes in, 30 people start running towards the pool. I said, Oh, shit. I keep eating my fried rice. I'm like, oh, whatever. They'll, they'll deal with it. Five minutes later, I see a man pick up a small, probably one-year-old child from the pool. Drowned? And, oh, and, my God. And, and, and put them on the surface of the pool. So I asked the waitress. I said, hey, what happened? She said, no, 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 sir. You keep eating. No. Everything okay? You keep eating. I said, okay, I'll keep eating. I hear cries. I keep eating my fried rice and noodles. Because yeah. that's not a metaphor. I don't is know it because you knew what, what, what was no. happening and you, and you didn't no, want to no, accept cause, it? No, because I generally thought 20, 30 people were there already. They're dealing yeah, with it. I don't want to overcrowd. It was too many people on the side of the pool. That's when you knew what was happening. So I go to the front desk. Wait, you knew what was happening? No, I knew that somebody had definitely drowned. Was a, yeah, wait, wait, you knew issue. when it was happening that it was happening? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. When I was eating, after. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it. But you heard that someone is in need and you ignored it. Wow. Is, no, that the summary of that? is that the summary of that? Listen, I go to the front desk. I go to the front desk. I said, what happened? The lady stands up. She was sitting in the front desk, which I think is, you shouldn't do, but she stands up and she goes, <laughs> she goes, <laughs> oh, side note. little boy, Chinese, went to heaven. Wow. wow. I said, crazy. and he was driving while I you said, were in the pool? I said, ma'am, fried rice pool I said, time. ma'am, what do you mean it went to heaven? I just... What are you talking about? He went to heaven. And she's like, yes, sir. He went to heaven. Oh, he, will, he will be reincarnated. All right. I'm, wait, I'm not done. Oh. I don't care about your time limit. I'm in the middle of the story. <laughs> okay, so so I, I said, like I I like said okay. So she said, yes. Uh, mom was trying to find him for 10 minutes. Wow. And he was dead in the pool. What was, what was she saying? And, and they're from China. So I came back. To, I went to my shower. walked about half a mile to my villa on the beach. And I go start taking a shower. And it hits me. The lady was probably looking for her son, and the son was probably dead across from me in the pool, yeah. and I was too Long Island complaining if you looked to up, really look yeah, up and, and he, see. The son could have been dead before you... Yeah, so it was very dark anyway, no, but... But still very... Odds uh, are you with so, story. So I essentially... I never cry. I cried for about six and a half hours, because around my villa, I saw ambulances, police cars. I was talking to my parents, like, guys, I think they're coming for me. Like, I was so wow. not... I was so oh, that's, not. That's the scared in, part of it. I was so not in like the real life. So then essentially, you're an accomplice. You're an accomplice. The kid died. I actually left for the the island. I was supposed to go the next day. I left that night because I couldn't deal with the toxicity of that environment. And then I don't know if it. I don't. It, everything taught me something. I don't think I implemented it. It taught me you got to be more into your surroundings. Stop fucking complaining about everything. I don't think I've implemented that yet, but yeah. I definitely something that I learned. And it was it was an agonizing moment and almost ruined the trip. Well, all right. So let's hear from these guys. What was Herm. that, by the way? Fiji. Oh. Herm, what was the single most enjoyable oh, yeah, moment of you your traveling it? experience? Like the you single like moment that was like wow. just the best the best moment. The single most enjoyable moment of my traveling experiences. That is loaded. You want to come yeah, back to it? I'll come back to it. No, I got oh, it. You got it. I think. I mean, I think in. There's probably two, and they both involve, like, not all that much happening. But, like, sitting in, in Vietnam in Hanoi is fantastic. There's just so much activity and so much to look at. Just and, sitting like, The first time I got there and sat around, I was just, like, like in a daze. It was unbelievable. There was just so much chaos and so much to look at. It was, like, this, like, weird rush of, like, new experience. 
And then the other Can you one, describe it a little bit? Yeah, yeah, Visually? yeah. I mean, there's like a rush of like like motorcycles and people crossing the street, just this like chaotic environment that somehow functions. And like everything is really low to the ground, so like the, the perspective is like also like visually different, you know? Like the chairs are super low and all these other things. Yep. Um, what else? I don't know, it's like a lot of color, just very, very different. And the other one is flying into Medellin, Colombia. Mm. It's like in this basin in the top of a mountain wow. and like flying up over it and then you come down in and there's like an airstrip right in the center of it. And it's just a very weird place for a massive metropolis right, well, to be. I think mine um, is actually in Thailand. Yeah. Where, by the way, just so you know, we... Uh, the three of us here in the booth um, met on a trip called Justify, which was... Shout out Rabbi Raphael Salter. Shout out to those guys. <laughs> they, do, they do basically social justice trips Not to different countries. So we did ours in Thailand, and it was for uh, human trafficking, sex trafficking, but in between those sessions... So we solved that issue, which is great. doesn't happen anymore in Thailand. The way you Thanks said it was kind of like we were in this... The, yeah. the, I don't know. No, we were, we were learning about it, basically. We went for but in, the, in the other it, parts it, of the trip... Important clarification. But in the other parts of the trip, we, were doing, we were doing tourist stuff, and we happened to go through a, um, a, a waterfall, a waterfall yeah, where cool. if you go behind the waterfall, if you make it through, there's this little rock... And I was the only one who did it. I, I swam underneath pretty tough uh, waterfalls. almost killed me. Yeah. Um, and I got through the, to the other side. And it was oh. this little cave. It was a little cave. And it was, I was looking out, out towards the waterfall. And I was on the inside of the waterfall. And I was no, looking no, at I, it. I did that also. I know, but I was there. I know you did it. I'm just saying for me. No, you're like, I'm, you just, yeah, no, no, I'm I was the, the only, only one, one that did it. I was the only one in that little oh, nook. Gotcha, and gotcha. it was the most peaceful moment of my life. Uh, second thing yeah, that, that yeah. I would say also is in the Dead Sea in Israel. I leaned back, and as you know, Dead Sea, you could float because it's very, very salty. I, I laid back, and you, you float on your own in the Dead Sea. And my ears my ears were in the water. I was lying down. I couldn't hear anything. It was one of the most peaceful moments of my life. I love you. Nice. You're all about peace. Love yeah. Israel. I love Israel. I was in tune. I was in touch with, with my, myself. I don't know. Yeah, Damn, what was the that? single... Well, let's yourself? go to Dick. Let's go to Dick. Dick, what was the single best moment of your traveling life? So for me, there's two like big points of travel. One is the people you're with, uh, and one is the culture you're around. So let's go to the first one. The people I was with, I, I would say um, the Philadelphia trip. Really? Yeah. It was, it Wait, was, which one was that? It was with the group chat. Hershey Park? Yeah. Hershey Park. Just so you know, uh, a group of 25-year-olds went to Hershey Park for a weekend. Yeah. And it was a great... coordinated wow. by Bones. It was a fantastic like, experience. So That's good. the best moment of your travel? Okay, so that, that Friday night was... One like second. This a, is a big take right here. Let's that see. Friday night was so fucking fun. Like, I had the best time. So because that of the people you're with. The people I was with, exactly. Right, I it could have been anywhere. could have been anywhere. I mean, we have similar ones in Montreal and... Uh, and Albany or whatever it is, but yeah. but the not Albany never met the Albany. Um, but as far as cultural um, right. experience was, one of the coolest moments was when we were in Rio, and we were there for Carnival the first three days yep. that we were there, and the transition from fiesta and partying in the streets and going crazy and every shop being closed yep. to the day right before we went to um, Ilar Grange right. was. You saw the city turn back complete, on, and it was like we were walking over. down. We're like, "What the fuck? This is a normal where, ass where, city." Where are we? Yeah, we were just in the past three days chaos, I and agree. now we're in. That was pretty cool. Like, yeah. So yeah. let me give you. Let me give you rapid fire. I'm gonna give you where you guys think of uh, whatever question I'm answering. So where do you guys think uh, is the where's the dirtiest place you've been? Just rapid fire. Dirtiest. Oh, I got one. India. India. 
Indonesia. I'm going to say uh, Myanmar. That place is disgusting. That was really bad in that place in uh, Rio, that street with like dead bodies on it. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh, that was the that that was, was, that was, from, from the, the fiesta. And the girls were in high heels. They were going out to the club. We were literally going to die. That was the speediest place. We, we, it was basically like we a lost sewer each other. We lost each other. It was a sewer. We were in a sewer. I saw pickpockets waiting around the corner each time. I, I said, like, okay. hey, what's up? Here's my iPhone, motherfucker. <laughs> All right, where do you Straight think up. has the best food, Herm? Oh, Jesus. Um, Argentina. 100% Israel. 100% the well, best country Jews, on yeah. earth. Yeah, that's true. I love Israeli food. I'm going to say Israel, but it's, it's probably uh, Rome. That was pretty good. Um, my favorite was Bali, actually. Just for this I, trip. Crazy food. It's super healthy. Everything's healthy. Mike. I take my back. I just get addicted to like steak. Every, every when I like start eating steak, I go on like a tear and then I stop eating it for months at a time. <laughs> so I really like Argentinian steak. But I'd probably actually yeah, say India, too. India, I love Indian Indian food. I'm alone here. Can we, can we, let's do it, man. Dude, there you go. Um, All right, what place, what place has the most beautiful architecture? Oh, I got one. Um, I got Dan. (laughs) Fell asleep. Let's, let's think. All right, Florence, Florence. Florence. Probably Tokyo. Tokyo? Oh, you like the modern. Yeah, I like that modern shit. Yeah, I like that. That modern. I want that modern shit. I eat that um, up. We were there together. That's Yeah, that's true. I don't know. That's hard. I like Montreal. London is interesting. Interesting. London's interesting because it has like like hundreds of years of history and architecture. Cool. Yeah. Um, all right. What, what place has the hottest people? The hottest girls? Oh. Ooh. Um, no, I'm trying to think. Brazil. This is that we've been to. This is easy. So man. the reputation for us was Iceland. We didn't actually see any hot girls in Iceland. No, this is easy. Oh, was yeah. it easy? Brazil had the, Brazil, had the biggest man. boobs. Brazil. I mean, sorry, biggest butts. Was it? Colombia's a similar so profile here. But I don't find Brazilians super Brazil, attractive. Brazil, man. Though. I don't find them super attractive. They were just non... They were not human. Like, their proportions didn't make any sense. Yeah, is that why you freaking ate the face of one of them? At that's, that not <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not true. That's not true. That's not true. You were cannibalistically eating the face. I just left with a ring right around the mouth. I still have a picture of me... Le- smiling in the mirror. It looks like someone. It looks like I have lipstick on. Yeah. Joker. Um, all right. What place has? She's like. She's like. Oh, what place has? What place has the most? What place has the friendliest uh, local uh, people? Uh, Cuba. Was Cuba. That's mine also. Yeah. Cuba. Yeah. Philippines. Philippines. Oh yeah, Philippines actually. That's because that's true. The people there, their mission in life is to it's bring you culture. joy. It's totally the culture. Bring you joy. You ask where you're from, they're like, "We're from the Philippines." Like that's how they talk. Nicest people I've ever met. So where's the where's Cuba, the wait, Cuba? Well, they're all in poverty and they're all fucking they're, like smiling. Right, I was about to happy. say that. I, I felt the safest there. That's true. That's true. But at the same time, like I don't feel like the Philippines are like influenced by the environment at all. Like I think like yeah. Cuba. Complicated place. Cuba, yeah. they're in tune. They're in tune with all their issues. I, I agree. So that's why I think it's it's doubly as impressive because they actually know what's wrong. Yeah, that's true. And they still don't care. They're still just drinking their rum. Yeah. All right. Based on that, uh, what was? Where are the places that are the meanest? The meanest people, local people, or like the most? Oh, unwelcome. fucking Venice! Holy shit! Really? I went inside to one coffee shop. I just needed a tissue because it was fucking forty degrees in Venice, wind blowing everywhere because on, on the water, and I just needed a napkin because my nose was running. I went inside. Uh, say, uh, uh, please, what the fuck is you say in, uh, in Italian? Italian, yeah. Grabbed the napkin and just started yelling at me, thinking oh I'm stealing God. shit. I'm like, I just took a napkin. What the fuck? Hey, per favore, una napkina. <laughs> what about you, Dan? Yeah, por uh, favore. Probably Vietnam, because whenever I walk around, people would touch my belly and say, Buddha, Buddha. <laughs> That's a compliment. That's a compliment. Yeah, yeah that means you're rich like, as fuck. Like, a downtown of, like, Amman, Jordan. Was wow. Pretty, was pretty, um... Tell them, tell them what happened. Averted, averted their gaze. Um, which, the Haram? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you blend in over there. 
No, I was one of the only white people. I was also with my ex girlfriend you know at the time. No. And they were I going into like where she, she does. where she lived, oh, yeah. which was like kind of suburban-ish in Amman. And like this woman <clears throat> this woman saw us entering her her like house and started yelling haram haram at us. Oh, shit. Haram. And I was like, alright, this oh, is a haram. Bad, haram. Is that like a bad call look. to death or something? What is that? No, it's 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 like a essentially inappropriate like Yeah, like, haram. Like, no, I know, but what does that mean? Rated these two oh, no we say Arabic. it, dude. Yeah. We say no, but what was she saying that was haram? You're like dressed or something? Yeah. No, the fact the fact that like it was like the yeah, I guess like the two You're of an us, alien. You're yeah, just an alien. Going yeah. into this house, it was just like inappropriate. Wow. And I was like, well that's the one friend. Does that mean you should only do that if you're married or some shit like that? Probably but outwardly Asia in general. Outwardly Asia in general. Like I, I was gonna say Asia. Standards. I was yeah. gonna say Asia. Asia's a fucking big ass. They're just the very. They're just Asia, very, the whole uh, fucking Asia. The whole entire I'm gonna start India's in Asia. It's a, there's um, a lot of different social norms. What do you think? Asia's Russian. Asia's so fucking big. We what do you think Asia? is just the most beautiful country you've been to? Most beautiful. Um, just by all means, by all Asia. measures. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think. Beautiful. Beautiful. Dude, I'll give you... Illagrange is paradise on earth. Illagrange in Brazil. So me and, me and this kid... It's only kid, that little spot, you know? Me and this kid went on a day trip when we were in Luang Prabang, Laos. Luang Prabang. And we were there with two Prabang. white, white, white Catholic boyfriend and girlfriend. Now they both dated other people and married other people. But at that time they were together. It was us four in a boat. We got to this mountain. We hiked for about seven, eight hours. We get to the final place. They they get there about an hour and a half before me. Oh, right. I get to the final destination. They're already in probably the most beautiful, beautiful multi-tiered mind. waterfall wow. with nine tiers, clear water, bears. There were there were bears that are not violent bears that just stand there uh-huh. and sit there and are eating whatever is in the ground. These black bears that don't even touch you. But it was like. I, I thought it was, it was a mirage, right? I was so exhausted. <laughs> I'm like fun. coming up the mountain. I don't know where Herman is. I don't know what they are. They're swimming bears. in like light blue multi-tiered waterfall with bears. I'm like, this is heaven. Dick, it's you want to be changers? Yeah, I'm switching mine. Uh, Iceland. Oh, I was about to say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let me give you a different one. Where, where, where specifically? Um, the one of the waterfalls, Golden oh, Circle. Oh no, the glacier, the glacier. Oh yeah, fuck the, the glacier, glacier hike, hike was, was incredible. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch mine. coma because of all the ice. Uh, it's a little cliche, but I could say Israel for every single one. But I'm actually gonna say I, w- I went on a two day hike. It's called Yam Liam, which basically means from sea to sea, basically the west. You can say coast. Israel because you had so many experiences. Yeah, right? I lived there for a year, so I had some amazing. That's experiences. amazing, by the way. Yeah, it was the best best year of my life, and I think every single kid should do it if they have the chance. It was the best year. Um, but so, like but Steven, basically, my little brother's telling, saying, yeah. same shit. He's like, dude, this year's changing my life it, right now. It, the fact that kids He's just don't want to go, the fact yeah. that you didn't want to go, uh, I don't know. It's just it's Is a shame. Even the younger, bulkier one that got really muscular. Yeah, he's huge. All right, so let me say my story. So basically, this, no, there's like this the there's this trail called Yam Liam. It's supposed to be a four or five day hike yep. across Israel, and me, my friend Jeffrey Shram, and a third guy named Ellie Potash, if you're listening, Ellie. Uh, I love it. We had a three guy, and we had two days before school started. We came home from a break, and we decided, yeah, you know what, we'll try Yam Liam. So we decided to do a five-day hike, but we only had two days to do it in. So we put on the gas pedal. We woke up. We went to sleep. We went to sleep on the beach. We got chased by wild dogs, goats following us. We we literally at certain points at certain points of the of the of the hikes. Jeffrey was who was in front of me and, and Potash. He's like, guys, turn back. We're gonna die. Also, Jeffrey has a, a very quick pace on the hikes. He and he's very yeah, logical. So he's like, like, I looked at Jeffrey. Tur- he turned around and he's like, as we're gonna die. I'm like, oh, okay. And, and then meanwhile, you see like forward. an old, an old like grandma, like Israeli, like, flip flops, flying, like flying, flying past us. But certain points, we thought we we're gonna die. It was straight up frightening. And 
adding a, a little added component to that was Jeffrey was supposed to be in charge of the food. And he stopped by like a 7-Eleven or something like an hour before we left. Mm-hmm. And he said, yeah, we'll get, you know, one loaf of bread should be fine. Nice. And one little jar of peanut butter. And me and Jeffrey we had to split that. Mm-hmm. We literally were down what? to one and a, and a third well, slices of bread every... Uh, I'm going to tell you in a second. Every meal, we had one, one slice of bread rashing it out. And mind you, we were hiking... 12 miles a day. It was fucking insane. And meanwhile, Potash had a little five-course dinner every single night. He brought his own tuna. He brought protein bars. And he literally didn't share with us. He should have killed him and ate all his food. All right, so let me tell you about, let me tell you about the best moment was uh, we left the second day. Uh, the first day, we, we hiked 10 hours. Uh, Jeffrey had literally in his sleep a dog nibbling on his toe, a homeless dog nibbling on his toe. Hot. It was, it was crazy. Uh, we had to navigate uh, through uh, cow dung piles, and uh, ev- it was amazing. It was amazing. It was like every single five minutes, we shifted to a different, a different board on the video game. Every single five minutes, it was, it was another terrain. Different terrain. It was amazing. Um, so basically, the second day, we had to, in order to make our deadline, which was completely unrealistic, we had to wake up basically exactly when the sun rose. And we did it. Mind you, mind you, you usually do this with a, with a, with a guide, a person who's done it before. I was the guide, Whoa. and I, was, I had this map that was huge, and we ended up in an Arab village somehow. It was, it was crazy. The best kind of village. Yeah, but basically, so just to finish Did the story. Did you ask people like, how to get to a place to play? It was insane. Uh, and then I get, so basically, we, we woke up uh, sunrise the next morning. We hiked to the top of this giant mountain. I looked over, and with the sunrise, it was the most amazing visual wow. I've ever seen. And it was overlooking, I think, the Canaret, by my shore, but it was, it was incredible. So that's Sweet my uh, dude. Dude, that's phenomenal, and I'm happy you had that experience. Oh, thanks, man. And I hope <laughs> one day your kids can have that experience, yeah. and our kids can play with each other. Like, the kind of global warming. Lauren, All right, with that. Then, and then wait, 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 I'm not done. Oh, sorry. <laughs> His kids can play with Rich's kids. In turn, they'll play with my kids, and then Herman's kids will come around. Yeah. All right, with that, we're going to go into a little music break. We we are in the longest episode. Longest episode coming back. We have a little activity coming back in 30 seconds. Welcome back, ladies and gents. Episode 11, Baked Takes with Dick and Bones. Now, we're on the final segment of our podcast. Mm. We have our guest DC yep. and Herm in the building. <laughs> and just to introduce this last uh, activity, we're actually going to do two activities. You guys down? Very hot in here. <laughs> All right, maybe we'll stick just to one. Now. Maybe we'll stick to one. Um, I just want to say that you guys have been friends for how long? Not long. No, really? But you guys, what about your lives? I think, Herm, if you said, "Who are your best friends?" I think this guy is at the top of the list. Yeah, and I, you know, guys, guys are weird about it. No, the truth is, that guys are weird about it. If you ask a guy who's his best friend, he's gonna get weird about it. But Richie Dick Miz is my best friend. Yeah, put it here, man. Yeah, but but then you say, okay, what about? Jeffrey Shrek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. Yeah, I know yeah, that. That's guy a fuck. Okay, so just to introduce this. So <laughs> hey, the game hey, is wait, basically... Wait, wait, long time the listener of the show. Long time listener. Jeffrey Shrem, as just said, you're not his It's best not true at all. <laughs> it's not true at all. Well, he didn't make me best man at his wedding. Shrem. What? Straight up. Straight up. Straight up, my nigga. All right, all right. Wait, who was? 
Mark, Mark. Mark's very close game. All right, so this is my game. My game is called the Newlywed Game. You guys know each other very well, correct? Yeah, because they're related. Oh, yeah, they're related. Me and Dick, Bones and Dick. Dick and Bones know each other pretty well, right? Yeah. All right, I mean, this is the game. I'm going to ask questions. I'm going to ask questions oh, about... I'm still very pleased that I was invited to this bachelor party. I agree. You, even though it may have been a joke. Even though it may have been it, a joke. It started out as a joke, and then we actually said, wait, that's a great idea. I'm still very happy I went. And it wasn't for me. I was, I was, excited. I was from the get go. I was like, if, we if bring DC Dan. comes, all right. So this is the game. Be dope. You each of us, just to set the table here, each of us has a little piece of paper, and I'm gonna ask questions to one pair about your friend, right? So let me give an example. Basically, the first question is, um, and so we'll do pairs, right? Me and Dan, uh, myself, uh, Bones and DC, basically against uh, Herman Rich. Or that, those are the those are the. Uh, the, the groups there. Okay. I so the first question is, for me and Dan, what is your friend's uh, favorite TV show? So you're going to write it down on a piece of paper. The other friend is going to write their favorite TV show on a piece yeah. of paper. And then we're going we're gonna to show the response. So you have to write it down. So I write, I write down what, you, what so, I think so yours Herm, is. Hey, there's no cheating. There's I don't no cheating. know. We're not cheating. So Herm, Herm, and, and Dick, Herm and Dick write your answer down. We're just going to do whoever gets two first wins. I'm guessing what you... No, no, no. You're saying you're writing down what your favorite TV okay. shows. And Herm, you're writing down what your favorite TV shows. And Dan and I have to guess. I, I generally don't know. I don't want to oh, write fuck, down. Oh, that's hard. Just write down your most favorite TV show right but now. But we don't talk about TV. Um, no, but... All right. Ten, ten seconds. Ten seconds. Ten, best, nine, eight. I have a lot of options here, so... I, I think I'm just going to get take a long guess. All right. Uh, Herm, please reveal your answer. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Oh, that's Dan, what'd you guess? I was gonna say that too. Man. Dick, what, what was yours? I was like Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, baby! Yeah. All right, that was the default yeah, answer. That, is that, that like the default? Did I win in that? I don't know. No, so we no, get a point. We get a point. So it's me and you. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. I was very confused. Dick and Bones, bro. All right. Okay, next question. So Herm and Dick and Bones. Oh, yeah, dope. Herm and Dick, you have to you have to guess what Dan and I's favorite meal. If we had one meal for the rest of our life, what would we want? One meal. You have to eat one meal. What's and what I guess yours? Yeah. Ooh, fuck. If you know this, then I don't I know how. I guess DC, right? I mention this every single day of my life. Okay. One food or meal, I guess, right? Okay. Three, two, one. Please reveal. Herm. Mashed potatoes. Wow. Oh, I Herm. read that too. Dan, what do you got? It should be. Sushi. Sushi. All right, that's pretty. I love potatoes. Also. Hey, I got, I got potatoes. I got potatoes. No, it's got to be a dish of some sort. <laughs> uh, pizza. This is just mad. No. My answer I is. This is going on record. My answer is falafel. I can have that breakfast. Oh uh, yeah, I'm a falafel kind of sore, right? Oh wait, me and her, we're not gonna get one right. All right, next question. We're gonna leave. Like, are we best friends? We're gonna agree everything. Okay, next question. If okay, so now it's for Dan and I. Yeah. If if your friend. Um, won the lottery, what would they do with the first purchase? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I feel like he's asking questions that he knows, that that he knows no for me. Idea. No, I didn't. Did I? I don't I even know what I would do, man. Alright. I'm ready. Uh, you guys ready? Five seconds. Five. five seconds. Four. Three. Two. One. Alright. Dick, what do you got? I buy a car for Dick. I said a gym. I yeah. can't, right? Yeah. I can't. Alright, two points. Two points for us. What'd you get? You'd buy a house gym. for the parents. Buy a house for the parents. That's a good one. I ben- buy apartment. Oh. Well, so I'd go for me first. No, that's for himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, so that doesn't count. All right. Zero so points for I you guys. I think we should get at least half a point. I'll give you half a point. We'll give you half a point. Yeah, that way we'll, we'll really catch up. Dick and I, Dick and I, one more, one more, one more and we win. Um, okay. So the question is for, for Dick and Herm. Yeah. What is your friend's favorite teacher of all time? Who is your fa- friend's favorite oh, teacher? It. Do you know this? Yeah. I'll be very impressed. Very impressed. We didn't go to, we didn't go to school. elementary school, high school, Unless college, anyone. Right, I got I gotta call this out. 
you guys, you guys fucking built this game with <laughs> questions in mind. Well, your answers, we don't know teachers. Dude, you know how many teachers I've had? Hundreds. This is not a, a simple that's answer. A bu- that's a bullshit topic. All right, come on. <laughs> so you guys got three, two, one. I have no answer. Zero. I don't know a single. All right, so you kind of got a point. Oh, you know what? I don't have an answer nice. either. Yeah, that's right. I don't like education. Great. You know, what's your point? What's your point? Point. Oh, Rabbi Savan. That's a good one. It was, it was Miss Hershkowitz. Rabbi Savan. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> but that's a good answer. All right, last one. We don't have any rabbis in Last question. Whoever gets this, whoever gets this wins. We went to a 100,000 person university. We won that round. Okay, whoever gets this, whoever gets this wins the whole thing. What direction are we Okay, we're going to Dan and I, to Herm and Dick. This wins it all. This wins it all. If they, If their house was burning, what's the one thing that would grab and save? Your house is burning? So, no, no, no. This is, this is Dan and I for, for Herm and... Who, who, who have to think? Your house is burning. <laughs> my house is burning. Yeah, what, what would I save? Yeah, what are you saving? My house is burning. Your apartment. You gotta apartment? think about this. No, my Winner take all. Winner take all here. Let's go with Your my... house is burning. One worldly possession that you gotta save. Let's go to my... I have no idea. I'm just gonna... Dude. Possession? Okay, my, my apartment. Okay, here we go. Five. Four. Three, two, one. All right, want to take all of them. Herm, what do you got? <laughs> do right, dude. What's the answer? <laughs> notebook. <laughs> you <laughs> save a notebook. That's a good one. I wrote my it? passport. Wow, that's dude, a good answer. I was Why? about to say. No, I was going to say passport. But, I right, but I did it. Oh, I should have said that. It's all right. It's very easy to get What do you got? What do you got? What's yours? You would save your dog. Yeah. Fuck, I should have known that. Uh, I said your phone. I don't know. Fuck. I got a phone. Hey, Billy. All right, there's zero, no winner. Zero? Did we not? There's win? no winner. It's two to one. We won. I did tear in that last three. You guys have half a point, by the way. You guys have half a point. So two versus All right, moving five. on to the next round of the game. Dick and Bones is the winner. And <laughs> and my next set of questions are, you guys are some of the most colorful, pe- colorful people I know. So I'm going to ask you some would you rathers. I'm just going to go around. Just your gut feeling. No, but you can explain. You can explain. All right. Uh, Herm. Yeah. What's one fictional character that you'd want to beat the shit out of? Not a would you rather, bro, okay? Yeah, just, just, just questions. Just questions. <laughs> or would you rather not beat the shit <laughs> as a fictional character? Alright, what do you got? Um, <laughs> I'd like to beat the shit out of... Oh, I got one. Do you? Uh... Godzilla. Godzilla. Well, you yeah. can't, but okay. No. Like, uh, okay, Dick. I mean, Dude, that Dick. Godzilla trailer pissed me off. Okay, it gave away the whole movie. Why Dick, would you rather... I also can't fight Godzilla. Dick, Dick, would you rather everyone in the world besides for you be male or female? Questioning. Um. <laughs> hmm. So, so if I choose male, they can't procreate. Male and female are not the only options. We have a spectrum. <laughs> All right, so I'm only picking male and you female. You can to say. If I pick male, the world ends. Correct. I'll pick female. Oh, you pick female. Nice. Yeah. It's, it's not a selfish reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, want to, we want to continue the world. You're a very generous man. Yeah. But we want All right, to DC. DC, would you rather watch your parents have sex every night or join in one time to stop it? <laughs> <laughs> you heard the question? Yeah. You have to join in one time. No, no. By the way, I didn't hear the question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, What's your answer? Or you gotta watch it every watch single it. every single night of your you life. You watch. You turn on. You tune into seven p.m. No, because you can watch and shut your eyes. No, you what? That's the whole point of watching. Your eyes are open, bro. Okay. Okay. See, the problem I is the problem with that one is if you join in, you will see that yeah. every moment that is of scarred your into life. your head. That's okay, Herm, would you rather? Sit? Yeah, listen. If, if I have to watch it, I'll make it a routine. Go to the library. Go pick up water, and then <laughs> close my eyes and watch my parents have sex. All right, great. All right, Herm. Yo. You agree, Richie? Herm, um, yeah. would you rather? Herm, would you rather sit on a cake, and eat a dick, 
Or would you rather sit on a dick and eat a cake? <laughs> I know it's At the same time? I know it's answer. Well, well, two of those at the same time, yeah. Yeah, so basically, you're sitting on a cake and not eating a dick. <laughs> you can't sit on a cake and eat a cake. That's not, not fair. Okay, so you're Wait, sitting on a cake and eating a dick, or you're sitting on a dick and eating a cake? Mouth and butt full of cake and dick. Just both combined? I would definitely sit on the cake and eat the dick. Sit on the cake, eat the dick. You would yeah. eat an actual dick. You don't dick. mind sucking dick, but you don't want to get penetrated by I can, dick. I can... I can Put it away, man. All right, based on that, Dick, would you rather do... Wow. Based on that blowjob uh, reference, do you, would you rather do the first 90% of blowjob or the last 10? 10 seconds! Or the last 10 seconds? Referencing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's uh, in the bowels of history. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. Deep cut, deep cut. What do you got? have to swallow, right? You have to swallow. That's the whole point of the last 10. Um, that's the whole point, didn't whole you point. hear? I think... Nah, first 90. First 90. Okay, the DC, yeah. would you rather talk through your ass or shit through your mouth? <laughs> Talk through my ass because I do it anyway. <laughs> okay, good. Nice, okay. I heard. Uh, would you rather have two giant pepperoni nipples or three regular sized ones? <laughs> um, giant pepperoni. <laughs> no, that was like four times. <laughs> my the size. nipples are already the pepperoni. <laughs> three regular sized nipples. Okay. Why is that? You just think that's a uh, hide one. You can hide one. Because he'll just get a tattoo and hide Put an equally sized round bandaid on the one on the left. Yes. All right, so Dick. The remaining two were displaced. Okay, Dick. Would you rather? Would you rather? Would you rather fight? <laughs> Fucking stack. Dick. Would you rather fight Mike Tyson one time or talk like him for the rest of your life? <laughs> or talk like him? You talk like him for the rest of your life. I think I, I think I become super famous if I talk like That's him. So funny. So you do it. Yeah, I no, you fight him. Okay. You can beat him up. You can beat up the Mike no, Tyson. Dan, 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 would you rather be a strawberry? Would you rather be a strawberry? Have you seen that picture of Rich on the beach? I know it's crazy. Would you rather be a strawberry? Listen up. It's a complicated question. Would you rather be a strawberry with human thoughts or a human with strawberry thoughts? <laughs> no, I love this. <laughs> oh man. This is, this is deep, man. Why, why, this why? is philosophical. Why, why, why? Human, human. Wait, so wait. Human strawberry thoughts means that I'm brain dead. I'm eating this up. No, what do you mean? who's to say? Yeah, yeah strawberries all, think. If you really want to ask the question, who knows? Strawberry yeah. is not a living organism. What's your answer, yeah, Dan? Yeah, it definitely is. What's it your answer? Yo, I will bet six hundred dollars. That a strawberry is not a living organism once you pluck it off is the it bush. Is it not a seed or does it not... Is no, it you're not a living organism unless I kill you. It's not asking what the answer is because it depends on if it's living or dead. Alright, you're disqualified. Uh, okay, Mike, ready? You're in charge of running heck, okay? It's basically, uh, actually, yeah. it's basically the step below hell. Right? So what torture devices do you install to inflict on your own? Oh, uh, nice, in, nice. In heck. Nice. I would tickle someone's nose to the point of sneezing, but then pull it away. So oh, that's the worst. That's, that's the worst. Really what about you, Dick? Let's go around with this. Let's go around with this. Every step they take, their sock slips a little bit further down. <laughs> oh, it's so It hard. never hits the bottom, but it it's always... It's so annoying. Damn, damn. DC, what about you? Huh? What about you? What are just some things that grind your gears, basically? That you want people you dislike to have. Um. <laughs> That's a good answer. Good answer, All good right, answer. I broke him. All right. All right, next question is to Dick. <laughs> Dick, have you ever looked... Oh, I'm not gonna ask that one. Never mind. Sorry. Okay. Would you rather Why? give up TV or and movies forever or social media? Oh man. Um, you know what my answer is gonna be? Yeah. TV and movies. No, social media. I live on social media. I can go without social media. Okay, Dan. Uh, I mean DC. Yeah. Would you rather be around people who brag all the time, or about or around people who complain all the time? Um, brag. Because I'm one of them. I rarely <laughs> complain, but I brag. I can brag till the 
Till till we're all till dead the sun yet. comes up. Till the apop pill Mashiach comes. <laughs> so you're one of them. So all one right. Of them, and I, I hate complaining. Worst thing if people are complaining all day every day. You you're alive. Are you not complaining about people complaining? Oh shit. You got got son. Hmm. Hey, what do you got to that? That's also a good thing if you were in heck that would grind your gears. People yeah. complaining all the time. So you, full circle. Gary Vaynerchuk always says, I forgot what he says. Gary Vaynerchuk, he always says, I'm going to buy the Jets, is what he always says. No, no, he always says, he always says, um, this is good. All right. Uh, All right. All right. We're up to the last oh, questions wait, for everybody. Last questions for everyone. I'm exhausted. All right. Last questions for each of you guys. All right. I'm not sure if they're going to be good, but here you go. Herm. Yeah. Herm. Would you have, rather have sex with Post Malone or smell like Post Malone? <laughs> I like That's that one. That was a good one. I would like to smell like Post Malone. I would agree. Okay. Uh, Dick, would you rather, would you rather um, oh, come out of your mouth Right. Mm, okay. Or every time you come normally, you have two liters worth, like a soda bottle's worth of, of gum. They spray it. <laughs> yeah, 100% so it's, out, it's out of your mouth or it's literally, you know, two giant soda yeah, bottles. I well, know. Uh, and uh, 100% that. Okay. <laughs> well, let him answer. Let him yeah, answer. You could, you could handle, you could prepare for provision for the two liters. The mouth thing will always be a deal breaker. Always. I agree. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm really, DC. I'm, actually, I'm pissed off that you asked the question. DC. <laughs> DC, would you have rather have chopsticks for hands or office chair wheels for feet? And you're adept at using both. So you have chopsticks for hands or you have like office chair wheels. Chopsticks for hands. I love Chinese food. I love Japanese food. Yeah, you do a lot of things. No, but basically you have rollerblades on. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Get there, get places for legs, though. Yeah, for feet. For feet. Oh, for feet. You have no ankle mobility. to pick it up or like fumble it. They'd be weak, too. All right. Well, he, he, he took his pick. And the last one. And the last one uh, is so for Herm. And this is going to finish us off. Would you rather eat ice cream-flavored poop or poop-flavored ice cream? Wow. Why would it finish us off? I got, I got to get one. I got the easy answer, man. What do you guys, what do you guys have? <laughs> this is an important question. Ice cream-flavored poop, it's fun. <laughs> Alright, yeah, this is your answer, right. baby. Poop flavored ice cream. Yeah, I, I want it to taste good. You want to eat poop? Poop flavored ice cream. No, you're basically eating poop. No, yeah, I, I disagree with that answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 chocolate. I, at least it tastes good. If even if it's poop, it, I, it, the nutritional value is shit anyway. So. I don't want. All right, thank poop. you. With that. But it's not. It tastes like ice cream. Wait, wait, this has been the longest. This has been the longest podcast to date. An hour and a half. But I want to thank our guests, DC and Herm. Thanks for joining. Big Taste Dick and Bones. Make sure to like, make sure to comment, make sure to subscribe. We out.